This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Before I start and bore you with my usual lines, I'd like to give a special shout out to all our subscribers in Bangalore who landed up for the subscribers meet with our journalists Manisha and Amit who were reporting on the Karnataka election from the state. Uh for those of you who showed up, thank you, thank you for the questions, thank you for your feedback. and thank you most importantly for your support mufat khor is listening in subscribe so you can also be part of these events or these meets actually it wasn't much of an event but yes all news laundry subscribers get entry to our events for free and we met them in harvard also yeah even at harvard we had met a bunch of um subscribers so mufat khor's uh, you know i mean if you don't abuse us on twitter that's fine but if you want to actually engage with us you got to subscribe then i'll come to angrez apna lagan or news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served support the independent media subscribe to news laundry also have an announcement to make dear listeners before you can listen to the gyan that the panel here will banto news laundry has won the reading award for tr vivek rather tr vivek has won the award but you know a story on news laundry a reading award which is one of the most prestigious journalism awards the story that this that has got this award is kaveri a basin on the burn those of you who have read it uh, you know what i'm talking about those of you who haven't please click on the link below and read it what's um, you know really uh, encouraging is that this is i think the third or fourth award that news laundry has got i would uh, you know hazard a guess that we're probably the smallest outfit to have got four awards we've got, got a lardley award we've got a ramnath gank award we've got a redding award and we've got the and the same story got a award at imc and we're probably the only non ad funded site to have won so many journalism awards so thank you listeners thank you subscribers uh, i would say something you to mufat khors but i won't say that because it's a nice occasion so thank you to for being mufat khors but Thank you is not what I want to say. You know that, right? Uh, so uh, do subscribe. Now we have an NL Sena project. The link for which is again below for part two of this because the first part was covered from one state's point of view. We'd like T.R. Vivek to travel to the other state and give that state's point of view on this really interesting battle that has been fought for the waters of the Kaveri River for decades now. We are about twenty thousand or I think thirty thousand short of the magic number to commission that story. the first part won a redding award who knows what the second part may do and probably this will be the first story or first report that has been funded by news consumers to win such a prestigious award who knows so do subscribe chip into that nl sena story and there are other nl sena projects so this is how ground reports can get done if you guys get involved so thank you all so much for those of you who have already given to the nl sena project on kaveri 2 please give more so we can commission that story and another moment of pride for us thank you vivek congratulations to your vivek for this award and thank you dear news laundry team before i read out the emails that have come in critiquing us some very good and eloquent ones i'll give you a list of the things we will discuss before we get into karnataka which is the first thing we will discuss because it's on top of everyone's mind and top of all news so of course it's going to be karnataka election and the big karnatak there which is such a clever pun that some channels are going with uh, there is a west bengal panchayati election which have seen which has seen some terrible violence and it has a background of violence and of course this will raise the same question i raise each time bhai bengal mein itna violence kyu hota hai political violence jab wahan bhadra log itne genteel aur gentle hain then we shall discuss the sunanda pushkar death case with a charge sheet um 
actually charging Shashi Tharoor with the Batman of Suicide. Also, in a kind of related story, Manmohan Singh Raj, the president, calling out Prime Minister Modi's threatening language. Then there's protests over the citizenship bill in Assam. This is a bill that is pretty um, important in several ways, which allows citizenship to minorities of other countries, which pretty much includes everyone except Muslims. Then there was the Aurangabad violence for which some Shiv Sena uh, MLCs were arrested. And of course, the union cabinet reshuffle, where we have a new information broadcasting minister. Does it impact us? Does it not? Do we care? More on that. But first, Karnataka. And we have T.S. Sudhir on the line. Sudhir, right now you're in Bangalore. Are you back in Hyderabad? Or are you, where are you? You're always on the move. I'm back in Hyderabad tracking Bangalore because that's where all the action is happening. You were in Bangalore till how recently? So I traveled all through Karnataka during the election season. Okay. Subsequently, for the uh, exit poll and the day of counting, I was in Delhi in the TV studios. I see. Oh, right. So, um, we'll, of course, talk about Hyderabad. The rest of the panel, we have our managing editor, Raman Kripal. Hi, Hi Raman. Hi. We have our editor-in-chief, Madhu Trehan. Hello. Hey, Madhu. And we have a guest from The Wire. He's a deputy editor at The Wire. He has over a decade of experience. He has worked at Frontline, where he also reports on politics, conflict, and farmers' issue. Naam to bata do. Haan, bata Ajoy, I was, I was... Building like up, building up because it's a very long name. It's a very heavy name. I, I can the first two are easy, but the third name is hard. It's Ajoy Ashirwad Mahaprashast. Hi, hi, Mr. Mahaprashast. That's a very intimidating name, as Madhu said. You have so um, also the Wire is also a subscriber-supported enterprise. So do subscribe to the Wire too, because like I said, when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay. Advertiser served. We have a long list of things to discuss and some emails with some very searing critique, which is always welcome. But first, let's talk about what's happening in Karnataka because uh, we have to let TS go. TS, you prefer to be called TS or Sudhir? Sudhir. Sudhir. So, uh, so Sudhir, uh, it's been an exciting election. In fact, a radio station from Bangalore had called me up for my views two days ago. Fever, mm. uh, no, I think Fever FM, Fever Bangalore. So I said, let's mm. why, why they want to know my views. But I payload my views because that's what we do. So what I'm asking yeah. is that when Mayavati swept Uttar Pradesh, you know, when she had that like, uh, I mean, I think three quarters of the seats she got or some ridiculous amount, I think it was two, two terms ago, it was described mm. as the most exciting election ever. Modi's mm. 2014 victory was described as the most exciting election ever. 2004 mm. when... You know, uh, Mr. Uh, Pramod Mahajan was Atal Bihari's right-hand man. It was just the most exciting ever. You, and so has this one been. Uh, you were on the ground. Is that hyperbole or was it actually up there as as among the most exciting? Well, I think the stakes were very high for both the BJP and the Congress. The Congress needed to save this state because it remains the, uh, the only big state that it was ruling in. And for the BJP, it was very important because uh, ever since that North-South divide started being spoken about by chief ministers like Siddharamaya or by M.K. Stalin or Tenrai Vijayan or Chadrabhavu Naidu, uh, the feeling started gaining ground that the BJP was not a South Indian party. So it was important for them to uh, come back in Karnataka after it, it lost power in 2013 in order to say that 
the south is not uh, i mean it's uh, it's not a bjp mukt dakshin bharat as some of the uh, slogans said in south india so and modi the, made uh, modi made sure that, he mentioned that in his speech he he made a yeah, point so, of that yes 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 so from that point of view it was important for both the political parties the stakes were very high and in fact i would call it a very long drawn out election campaign this started sometime in mid november with the parvatna yatra of the bjp with yogi adityanath making his appearance then the congress uh, responding with his own brand of uh, yatra so in that sense it has gone on for almost 6 months now so uh, it was uh, and uh, there was a twitter war also with sidramaiah thing the stakes and uh, so it, i mean the battle was taking place both in the real and the virtual world so because the stakes were very high because on the ground it was a waveless election nobody could correctly predict which way it was going i think that made it for an exciting election and the fact that the bjp was seen as winning and then it kind of shrunk and stopped at 104 and making it a hung verdict ensured that you know the drama in karnataka just kind of goes on for some more time right also um there was uh, i think a cms report that center for media studies that this has been amongst the most expensive elections uh, in a while the amount of money that was spent i'm not sure which report that is but it it's a report that's been done by some media institute um also um what what happened later i i know social media is not a good indicator for sensible debate but um it's been quoted on mainstream media that the kind of hostility one is seeing you know this doesn't happen here i mean as if it's a uniquely north indian phenomena uh is is this um being too much being made of something that is quite routine uh but i mean of course the only tragic thing is that even news anchors are looking at it as a normal thing to do without any condemnation but yeah will this be frowned upon in any unusual in karnataka as a, as if the billari brothers are from punjab or something see karnataka has seen hung verdicts before in 2004 it was not a clear verdict in 2008 bjp came to 110 which is just three short of a clear majority uh, but technically it was still uh, a minority government per se and again now in uh, 2013 was a clear verdict 2018 again the karnataka has uh, given an unclear verdict so in terms of you know um, making up coalition governments or kind of indulging in hostility has been part of karnataka's political theater for uh, a good part of the last two decades uh, this time uh, the challenge for the bjp as some of its leaders were telling me is even more because they need more number of uh, mla uh, legislator elects to abstain uh, from when the trust vote is uh, done on the floor of the house or they decide to con- i mean immediately move but if we go by what they did in 2008 their formula would be to make this mlas abstain then make them resign and make them contest the election again on a bjp ticket that's what they did in 2008 the entire thing was reportedly financed at that time by the reddy brothers which is what made them so powerful and indispensable in the in the you know in the entire political ecosystem of the bjp at that time in fact at that time yedrappa i mean gali janardan reddy used to say that yedrappa rules over bangalore but as far as ballari is concerned i am the chief minister of ballari so uh, that's how karnataka was 2008 to 2011 till that whole illegal mining scam uh, blew up in their face A related question yeah man ha see uh, this bjp uh, are they targeting the mlas who have got uh, you know the criminal history they have the ed records uh, that's yeah. what we have been because they are more vulnerable ha. those mlas basically ha. who have a, a sword hanging over them right. will be more vulnerable right. also uh, sudhir uh, with that if you could also give one quick answer of when they did this the last time that they got mlas to abstain 
and that got them to you know recontest on on another ticket did those guys uh, win again is is our janta so stupid and idiotic the last time they made four janta legislators resign and three congress legislators resign so seven in all five of them actually got reelected dear god this time actually i'll, I'll tell you about the what the bjp strategy is going to be those mlas who are willing to abstain resign join the bjp but not willing to recontest they have the option of becoming members of the karnataka legislative council on the 8th of june there are six elections i mean there are six vacancies coming up so out of those six the bjp would be in a position to win four of those seats so at least four of those uh, 13 guys, will guys get who they would need can be accommodated in the legislative council that's one thing the second part is that yes they are as raman said they are targeting those mlas who will be vulnerable in terms of any income tax cbi or ed cases against them anand singh who is the legislator from uh, ballari district is one such mla he was part of the bjp till january he joined the congress in february he won uh, his election on the congress ticket and since uh, the 15th evening or 16th morning he has been incommunicado though my sources in ballari said that he has been telling his supporters he told his supporters that he will stick to the congress but now the congress camp itself has been confirming quote and quote that he is in the clutches of narendra modi so he is not even in karnataka at this point in time the mla uh, pratap patil again someone who was with the bjp earlier joined the congress in 2013 and 18 both elections he won on the congress ticket he also is believed to have uh, escaped from the resort uh, escaped is one thing <laughs> yeah, i mean in the sense that he supposed to have gone to the bangalore airport and taken off in a plane i mean it has dramatic as that no, so this, i mean this. we thought that only the tamil nadu politicians of the adm ke did that golden bear resorts in february last year but i think karnataka is going it's to be standard i think it's part for the cause uh, so, so why, why, if i could just If I so these two guys are gone. The other group which is uh, being targeted is the Lingayat community MLAs of the Congress. What yeah. they are being told is that why would you want to work under a vocal leader chief minister, which would be H D Kumaraswamy? Instead, they should come out and join the BJP and support the Lingayat chief minister, B S Yadurappa. So the right. cost and cash. These are the two Cast themes which cash. are being used to kind of for ensure the... a majority for the BJP government. Okay, Ajay, Ajay, you want to weigh in on this with with any views of the coverage or the events? either coverage and the sudhir has al- already kind of mentioning it in the cast or cash but uh, since yesterday we have been hearing rumors about all those mlas who were, were with bjp before but contested on congress tickets this time they are being targeted targeted now hmm. by the bjp two of them being in ballari as he was saying nagendra and anand singh who were found to be missing but the ps pas said that they had gone to the congress meeting in bangalore and uh, the 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 what what would be interesting is that congress uh, congress had given a substantial number of uh, tickets to the lingayat candidates and if they kind of uh, switch sides now and many of them managed to win also so but uh, so if they switch uh, sides now it will be an interesting thing and that will kind of ensure that sidaramaiah's lingayat card which he played just before the election has actually boomeranged as the bjp was claiming nice. before yeah so uh, so events in the sense uh, we saw and it's like resort politics at its best we this time as raman was saying a little while before that we know the name of the resort this time 
and it's eagle time. Okay, yeah, Ajay, so, yeah. did, did this is India where we invent in yeah. elections. You have phrases like resort politics. <laughs> resort politics. I don't yes. think it's used anywhere else it's in the world. Else, Can I yeah. give you a little bit of background on this governor, Vajubhai Wala? Yeah, please. Mm. Some interesting yeah, thing that mm. I read. Tell me also after that. Tell me, do you think he did the right, made the right call? Okay, this is a, a story that is 22 years old. when devagauda happened to be prime minister for the short period that he mm. was and vajubhai wala was a minister in the gujarat government in mm. 1996 suresh mehta was the chief minister of gujarat when the congress fanned senior bjp leader shankar singh vaghela's ambition uh, the congress fanned his ambition vaghela rebelled against the bjp claiming that he had the support of 40 other party mlas the bjp had 121 mlas in the 182 member gujarat assembly the gujarat governor asked suresh mehta to prove his majority on the floor of the house but before voting could be done in the gujarat assembly blows were exchanged between opposing legislators inside the house The United Democratic Front government under Devagauda swung into action. Gauda recommended the dismissal of Suresh Mehta's government. The then President Shankar Dayal Sharma signed the order, and Gujarat was placed under President's rule, dismissing the Suresh Mehta government. Vajubhai Pat, uh, Vajubhai Wala then lost his ministry. And this time it's payback time. Hmm. Oh, that so time this Vaj- is Karma. Vajubhai Wala was also the state uh, yes. BJP president. Yeah. That, that so time. chief. So, so Ra- this Ram- is Ram- Ram- so this was his karmic chance. No, yeah. You know, I don't understand the karmic chance of these guys getting back at each other. Like what? So our like that. Bund to our mar rena. So milke. So so I mean, when does our karma kick in? Like, uh, but um, do you think he did the right thing, Madhu? Did the governor do the take the right call? No. no you don't think so i don't no. think what so do you no. think ajoy yeah, obviously because because bajuwai wala was facing a kind of very complicated situation where he had to choose between constitutional responsibility and party loyalty and we know what he chose now since the adiropa has already but this yeah. encourages yeah. horse trading that's all it does yeah, no, no, it's not yeah. democracy yeah. anymore now we yeah. understand what congress and bjp are doing hmm. they will they will do that if the congress is also trying to be opportunist bjp's doing the same thing so this is expected from the political parties now no ethics but when it comes to governor he is really encouraging horse trading yeah well by, by inviting mm. the bharatiya uh, janata party mm-hmm. no my my question is 104 but, but one is that you're supposed to invite the larger single party that is what the bjp says but if it has the numbers to get majority of the house it's largest single party and its allies or you know and whoever supports it they don't have the support so, no, so that is what the, that was the convention that a governor should have called a sing, has always called a single largest party to power if there's in a or case a of people alliance uh, See, or, yeah so but the latest uh, court uh, precedents has clearly established the uh, the importance of majority uh, majority whoever has the majority so uh, you you'll find soli saurabh ji saying that a governor should call a single largest party and then if that Uh, government is not able to prove its majority in the floor on the full floor of the house then then uh, the governor should go for the near uh, near uh, nearest possible option but we saw in goa manipur and in meghalaya how the bjp breached this convention and accordingly there were so many court cases uh, supreme court ruled in goa justifying why uh, justifying the governor's decision that a post poll alliance is uh, 
when the governor called the post-poll alliance to form the government, that is absolutely right. The same case should have been applicable to the Karnataka situation also. You had the letters of support, as the Congress and JDS claims, of having 116 MLAs in their support. And um, on the other hand, there was BJP with 104 MLAs. And only even if we if we in a, in a situation where they get the support of two other MLAs. So even that, then that makes it 106, which is nowhere close to 113, the halfway mark. So in that situation, governor going by the recent court cases and uh, of and Congress is claiming Rameshwar Prasad case in 2006, which also clearly establishes that a post-poll alliance, if it has the numbers and has presented the numbers, and those numbers to uh, the governor in writing, they should be called first. Because as Madhu said, this kind of situation only encourages horse trading. And one yeah. of the primary roles of a governor is to prevent horse trading but that, yeah, in that clearly this kind has of situation. One part that we, I think we should also discuss is the, the kind of headline that Indian, uh, that Indian Express gave. And this happened while you were asleep. Right. Which is the 1.30 a.m. drama at mm. the Supreme Court. Mm. And I think it's to be noted that the three-judge bench appointed by Chief Justice Deepak Mishra, Mishra. was Sikri, Kabode and Ashok Bhushan. Hmm. Known, Sikri, known to be sensitive to the center's needs. Hmm. Goes back to what the four judges have said. said that, it's that these judges are being, benches pick. are being cherry-picked hmm. for what the kind of judgment Judge. they need. Sure. So, you know, I mean, this is really depressing that in every area of the pillars of a democracy, whether it's Republic, Z, um, the media, times, the judiciary, times now, uh, whatever, uh, you've got that, you've got the judiciary, the educational institutions, hmm. what's left? We are. News Laundry is left. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can subscribe to us and make us stronger. Hello, Hafta team. I've been a subscriber for almost a year. Hafta, Constitution, Nuisance and Reporters Without Orders are what keeps me hooked. I love Abhinandan's trademark lines promoting news laundry. That said, I'll jump right into my main criticism. Since you like those lines, I'll just say them once again. Please subscribe to News Laundry and help oh keep God, he's media free. Because unless you pay, I mean, everything that the mics we are recording in and and, and the place where we are, the rent, everything's not free. It's not free. It's not uh, so you are our only support. So Prateek goes on to say, The extreme levels of USA love by Madhu needs to be pointed out. Since last December, Madhu has brought up some USA stories in every single hafta that she has been part of. If her parts of hafta were to be isolated, one would think this is an Indo-US podcast and not an Indian one. A mm. comment of hers from a few weeks ago perfectly sums up my point. Abhinan was talking about his contempt for the Indian police force. Madhu responded by saying that the situation is the same all around the world and then went on to talk about the USA. Again, I did it today, just now. You did it right. I've said, <laughs> because, of course, the entire world is just India and USA. The fact is that as a cop, as a whole, cops in the developed world, minus USA, are greater than job. Seems irrelevant to the conversation. The list goes on. For way too many stories, Madhu has to reply about some US incident or the other. I'll give a few of my examples. Topic, Farmers March. Madhu responds, anti-NRA March in USA. Anti-what? NRA March in USA, which instantly she brought up three consecutive haftas. I plead guilty. Topic, Indian political spokespersons. Madhu responds, Kelly something, a political spokesperson yeah, in the USA. I plead guilty. Topic, Jinnah statue. Madhu responds, Confederate flag in USA. I plead guilty. <laughs> Not too <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Not to mention the time. <laughs> she used the two USA political parties to explain her point. I plead guilty. Surely internationalism is not a bad thing, but internationalism goes beyond USA. This is fanboyism of another country. Regards, Pratik. 
and since abhinav will get a kick out of it i thought i should mention that i am a research mathematician by profession <laughs> ye these post doctorate doctor this fanboyism is the opposite of fanboyism ke hum itne bure nahi hai udhar bhi hota hai udhar bhi hota hai all of you listening in uh, the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel